I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The liberals and conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Lies, 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 yeah. here on this Thursday. Alex Pearson, it is great to have you here. Of course, it is that time when we chat with our friend Tom Korski, managing editor over at Black Locks Reporter. Good morning to you. Morning, Alex. Boy, there's a lot going on, eh? Normally much more quiet this time of year. No, 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 no. You just, you're the gift that keeps giving. Oh, the shenanigans run oh. right up until midnight on Christmas Eve. Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Well, you've got a few. Um, I want to talk about some of this um, research that they uh, do internally. Uh, you know, governments do when they make policy, see how everyone's feeling, if they like it. And um, middle class Canadians, not happy. They're not this happy with the, uh, the the middle class budget that Ms. No. Freeland put out. No, this is bad. Cabinet has a very complex relationship with the middle class. There are really no middle class people in cabinet. Mm-hmm. Um, but they... And middle class, they show up to vote on election day, and so it, it creates a, it's a source of tension. And this is why you have cabinet uh, some people would say patronizingly, but really they, they're, they're always focused on the middle class because they say so, and they love everything about the middle class. They, uh, you know, the way they eat in the car on the way to work, and their kids wear second down par- uh, secondhand parkas. They love everything about the middle class, but they're frightened of the middle class. Mm-hmm. And so they have focus groups with middle class people. This is unbelievable. In, in the old days, you would just ask members of your caucus, MPs, hey, how's it going in the riding? And they would tell you. Well, they had a middle class were, minister who they couldn't even ridiculous. keep the job because they can't well, define what the middle did. class is. Exactly. Yeah. And here you have their focus groups are coming back and they're saying, look, at uh, people are fed up. Taxes are too high. And it's going to get worse, by the way, in January. Canada pension plan premiums are going up. Uh, that's there. That's you won't hear the minister of finance talking about that in her Christmas message. It's not going to get better. A lot of cheese pairing, nickel and diming going on, and people know statistically this is established by the Department of Finance. The middle class is shrinking in this country. That's a fact, mm-hmm. and they're getting it in these focus groups. And that's why we report on those uh, survey reports because it's the only research that cabinet reads and um, they have a right to be fearful. Yeah. I, again, I don't see an election in two years. I just don't see how this holds up. I think there'll be an absolute revolt at some point uh, soon if, if Canadians don't get I, I agree yeah. with you in 2024. I think there's going to be a vote. I agree. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, I mean, they have so little money to, to help others, but they certainly were nice to the uh, Twitter influencers. And of course, this all comes up after the fact, but uh, Department of Health, 680 grand they have spent on... Um, influencers, whatever the hell that kind of job is, to talk about how great the government did on health those issues. Are, yeah, really? those are health care dollars. Get that 680,000 health care dollars to Twitter influencers, who, that? by the way, don't have to report that they're taking talent freeze from the Department of Health to talk about how the Department of Health is amazing. <laughs> it and, is. It's really something, isn't it? And they're it? not middle you class know. influencers either. No, no, no. Uh, because middle class people, I mean, they're, you know, they're pretty busy. Which, you know, working at the factory and uh, renegotiating their mortgages, they don't have time for this. So you pay these influencers. It's an interesting insight, though, isn't it, Alex, into the, the cabinet's view of the Internet. They still see it as we talk 
and you listen. And if you don't listen, then we're going to secretly pay influencers to repeat our message, and and you will listen. But we're it has to be. How, is this, how does this pass the the the, the smell test? Because it, it should be on it. Like if someone, if Tom Korski is a now a social media influencer, which would be amazing. Um, it should say under there, Tom Korski paid by the government. Like, there's no, there's no, there's no transparency to this, right? No, no, there's not, because they go through a broker. By the way, in our business, we're approached by publicists every month. Mm-hmm. We're contacted, we, and we don't even return their calls. Publicists are always, and, and all they do is they hire publicists to divvy up these payments. But you're starting to talk real money. You're yeah. talking six figures a year, year after year after year. The Department of Health, single-handedly is the worst when it comes to payola on social media. By the way, they call this information. That's why everything else that's not official that they don't pay for, you know what that's called? Mm. Well, that's disinformation, Alex. Any questions? No, no questions. Yeah. I just thought it was propaganda, right? So, all right. Uh, Meanwhile, this I'm so glad is finally getting attention because it's a hell of a story. And and, And just watching the woman at the kind of the center of it who's accused of you know, putting millions in her own company from this particular federal fund, uh, running away from committee the other day. But nonetheless, um, this is a committee into the Sustainable Development Technology Canada. And this is one of those things that had a billion dollars to give out um, grants and money for federal relief, I guess, during COVID. And the board, boy, oh boy, uh, did they do a bang up job. MPs have been told $150 million went to friends of the board. The chair of the board in the day until last uh, month was Annette Versharen. Remember that name, Mrs. Versharen. And Mrs. Versharen is also, uh, while she was chair of the board, was also chancellor of Cape Breton University. She's from Sydney, Nova Scotia. And on the campus of Cape Breton University is the Versharen Center. And chancellor slash chair, Mrs. Versharen, asked for some money for the Versharen Center in Mrs. Versharen's hometown. How much money? $2.2 million. Well, even the foundation gagged on this and said, is this a bit of a conflict, eh, Annette? That's, a, that's, a, that's kind of pushing your luck. So she had federal employees, according to whistleblower testimony in the Commons Industry Committee, scare up grants for her through other departments and agencies. It was like her personal staff. They were like personal attendants to farm grants to make all of Mrs. Versharen's dreams come true. She's asked in committee before she fled, and she said, look, we're entrepreneurs. <laughs> we're, we're building a new economy. And you know what, Alex? That's the poster for the Green Revolution. It's not David Suzuki at a butterfly pavilion. Well, not that we know of. It's a guy running across Parliament Hill in a skinny suit with a briefcase full of cash. Yeah. That's what it's about. Look, I don't know if anyone's found her on the Hill yet after she ran away from committee. Um, but, but, but again, this is one of those things where Minister Champagne, the, he knew back in May. They've all known about this, and they just kind of laugh it off. I, this, to me, is not even Auditor General uh, level now. This is police level now. Well, she's under... Uh, uh, Commons uh, Ethics Commissioner investigation. She's under auditor in general investigation. There's going to be reports. And Champagne, the Minister of Industry, said, uh, the buck stops with me. He said that before he knew what he would. <laughs> yeah. But, but there, it's on the record. I agree. This is not good. At the very least, this agency's dead. 
Well, it's just one of though. It's one of many that you've reported on where people were just using it as a piggy bank, right? Whether it was the CRA. Literally, exactly. There's dozens of them, and MPs have said, "Look, are we ever getting this money back? This is real money. Six hundred and eighty thousand payola there, two million for the Versharon Center. There, pretty soon it adds up. Yeah, ten million here. Ten million. Honestly, one hundred fifty million. I know. I know. Boy, oh boy. All right. Uh, stay tuned on that one. I am out of time, or I'd give you lots more. Appreciate it, Tom. We'll talk next week. You bet, Alex. Tom Korski from Blacklocks Reporting. A few of you have asked me, and I say, great stocking stuffer. If you want something to give to your spouse, they love politics and that stuff, they get all the dirt. Blacklocks Report will be a great stocking stuffer.